Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. My name is Flora. <laughs> this is a weekly <laughs> podcast where we chat about animals. We are both former zookeepers, and each week we pick an animal or another topic, discuss it, learn about it, um, enrich our minds for it, oh. and then we we move on and we forget that we ever talked about it. Correct. <laughs> Nothing we say reflects any past, present, or future organizations. All thoughts and experiences and opinions are our own. So with that, some of them are lies. <laughs> One of that, us always lies. One of us sometimes lies. <laughs> you hmm. figure out who is who. <laughs> who is who and what is the truth. <laughs> Only you can decide. <laughs> that would be very easy. They just ask us a very like nihilistic question. And then if we answer in a very positive way, we're lying. Like, That's probably one of the bitches that lies. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch always be lying. Oh my god. Speaking of lying, let's get grimy. Flora, how are you doing? My darlingest, sweet little I'm the baby. Chicken wing. How are you? I'm delightful. I'm yeah. so stressed. I think my hair is falling out. Sick. My teeth hurt. I had a five day long migraine That's... that just ended. <laughs> that is um, agony. I have no idea. It was either poison <laughs> or my Invisalign or a combination of poison and Invisalign that, <laughs> that deadly took duo. me out, dude. It was a one-two hit. And it hurt. Fuck. So if you're sitting there and you're like, what is the best cocktail I could put together for like the yeah. ultimate migraine? That'll be it. It's my, um, my kazoo. What is it? My kryptonite. <laughs> it's my kazoo. <laughs> it's my kazoo. What is that over there? That's my kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I missed you last week. I had to do this by my fucking self. I know it was, it was just you. And you know what? Some people cheered and some people <laughs> screamed <cheered> louder. <laughs> <laughs> screamed in pain. <laughs> They're like, no, it's the one that always lies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know I missed you. I was, listen, I was so ill. Yeah. You and I, I talk- were talking. <laughs> listen, yeah, because that's a fucked up thing is I still had to listen to you and it wasn't great. <laughs> I know. I was like giving you my my input, my ideas, and you're just like, "Bitch, stop talking. You sound terrible." You sounded drippy. Like if I had to picture you, not I like a portion of you is covered in just pollen, which is very dusty right. and dry. But mm-hmm. then the other half of you was that Mucinex man in the Mucinex commercial. That's <laughs> actually what I look like. <laughs> that man, that big little like booger nope, man. That's me. yeah. He's like extremely rotund and dripping, but providing really for his family. You see. I guess. <laughs> Maybe. Anyways, you sound better now. So you're Thank better, you. right? I How am better. You? Yeah. You know what? It just kind of knocked me out, didn't it? Um, allergies get me every year. I mean, I iconically, famously on this very podcast, I did sing <laughs> yes. a very fun song about allergies. That's right. And go on to talk about um, praying mantis and like cocaine. So, you know, like we're just circling back. It is the season for Fauna to have allergies. Thank you Tis all for being so understanding. The <laughs> I don't know. They just like knock me out for a week, and then I guess I can just, just sustain the pain. Hell yeah! For the rest of the season. I don't know. But yes, we're back at it at the Krispy Kreme. Um, back at it again, baby. <laughs> Listen, I had a very interesting weekend. One, I bought a money tree. I'm very excited about it. Oh, it's like a little baby. My God, I know. 
I have so many candy. tips and tricks for you because Do I've you? killed so many over the years. But I have one that my mom has that I bought okay. in college. It's now six <gasps> feet fucking tall. Okay. I need His all the help I can get. Yeah. He's never nutted. So I'm probably not the one to help. <laughs> well, what if I want mine to never nut? <laughs> oh, okay. Then I got you, girl. <laughs> okay, but the sec. whole point of the money tree is that it makes nuts you can sell, thus make money. Oh, I see. And mine always hated me so much it never nutted. It refused wow. to nut. It's been edging this whole time. <laughs> Six foot tall, no nuts. Sounds like my so, ex-boyfriend. Ah! <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> roast him. Um, here's the thing. I know that you are not a huge uh, RuPaul's Drag Race follower. You're not necessarily not. as invested in the mm-hmm. drama as I am, the gooping, the gagging. Is there so I much? Am, it's a, I'm intimidated. No, no. Oh, my God. It, it is a full uh, – yeah, it's a full universe. Yeah. However, I did decide to name my money tree Monet Exchange, which I think is a really Monet clever exchange. That's good. Very good um, name. And I've decided that every plant I bring into my home is going to have a drag race superstar so name. Good. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to kind of, you know, give it a theme a little bit. I thought that was clever. That's the main thing. The other main thing yeah. is I went to an art thing this weekend, like an art That looked festival. so delightful. Oh, I'm it was a rate that you did not invite me. <laughs> I would have been there. <laughs> I would have dropped everything for you. I it was listen, it was really fun. I love a place where you have a bunch of booths together and people selling it. their wares. I and love. I always am like astounded by how talented everyone around me is. Oh my god. So great. There was so this one good. Yeah, there was this one booth run by this lovely person who was, was selling a bunch of gay merch and it was all just extremely in your face, like, bitch, I'm gay. Mm. fuck you you're not gay <laughs> like mm-hmm. it was just yeah. like very aggressively great i was like oh i love this and then they also had this like rainbow earthworm sweatshirt i oh, should have bought it wow. <laughs> i know i have regrets but i did get some other cool art i actually got you maybe <gasps> a little housewarming gift i'm, so I'm not gonna say vibrating. too much about it i just it. got <laughs> just started <laughs> vibrating like a chihuahua are you kidding did you did you create a nut from your money tree <laughs> Louis just nutted upstairs. Ah, I heard no. the nut drop. Bop. Um, but I did get a piece of art that oh my God. is like these three nude babes just like worshipping Baphomet. So I'm I very excited about it. Love that. <laughs> right. Very wholesome. Um, very welcoming for the home. Very excited. So that's where we're at. Recovered from allergies. Got some culture. Bought a tree. The triple threat. Damn. So good. <laughs> All right, so this week, our episode is a Q&D that we've been sitting on for a hot minute. Listen, you guys know. Has it been a year, if- like the last one? <laughs> How many you months? guys know that if you send us a Q&D, we will eventually get to it. It might take us 12 years, but we will get to it. So this one, we've been sitting on for a little bit. This one's coming in from Ben. Thank you, Ben, for writing in. Ben. They asked <laughs> B-E-N. How do you hey, spell Ben? <laughs> It's been. It's been. Um, they asked if, over the course of our wild, wacky, zany adventures, if we ourselves have had any funny animal mishaps. I know you and I have talked about a few wackadoo anecdotes on the show before. I've been doing some things with some animals for sure. <laughs> Listen, that's sort of the entire theme the of this vibe, podcast. Ben? Have you been listening at all? <laughs> Their first episode. They never <laughs> listen. They've only submitted a question. Maybe it's for Skeeper Chat. 
Yeah. But it's worth revisiting. So we're going to talk about some I of our funny good. animal mishaps. Yeah. Yeah. And God, between us, we have, what, 85 years of zookeeping experience. So I'm sure that there's yeah. something we can come up with. <laughs> yeah. And I can lie about 80 more. <laughs> You're the one that always lies. <laughs> Fantastic. So Flora, do you have any funny animal mishaps you want to share? Funny animal mishaps that I want to share. Okay, the first that comes to mind, you're involved in. I would expect because we've known each other for that full <laughs> 85 years. Together, <laughs> um, shit is man. No, one thing that I love about zoos is that they just try so hard to hype up animal birthdays. Yes. And they always want a party and an enrichment and all this stuff. And they want the animal to participate on demand for their own birthday in like this crazy enrichment thing and i recall an event in which we had a tiger's first birthday correct me if i'm mm -hmm. wrong mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you and another member of our team who i would say is on a hit list like i just did not <gasps> like them <laughs> okay right? okay like you even pulled me aside and was like stop being horrible to this person and i was like you can never stop me like, I just did not like them, and they were really horrible. Okay. Um, And you guys had made a ton of enrichment for the Tiger's first birthday. It was a bunch of boxes, I think, you know, mm -hmm. colored. We made a poster. I actually remember you and I had overnight gone to, like, my apartment and created a tiger stick your head in this hole <laughs> – you know what I'm saying? What are those? It was okay. Talk about an art fair. That was the best piece of art I've ever done in my whole life. It was impeccable. <laughs> Half that job was art class. Pulled it anyway. out of my butthole. So we have a crowd of people. There's like cake. There's children. I feel like there's 85 people watching, mm -hmm. and the tiger was out. So the way mm -hmm. that I think our boss's grand old idea was for you and this other person to climb onto the roof. And to throw the shit down at the tiger from the roof. Yes. And you're up there all the time. Girl, I'm it's up there. It's terrifying. Day you're in, up there day all the time. Out. You like live on roofs. I don't I know do. why. You're like a little roof goblin. You're like a gargoyle. <laughs> and oh. so that was not a big deal. However, the other person who I fucking hated was six feet tall and six feet wide. It was the biggest, per like the biggest man, just like a it huge was man. Yeah, it was the Mucinex man. He actually was the Mucinex man. <laughs> and him being up there horrified the one-year-old baby tiger to the point that you guys, like, threw stuff in. And then, like, he was, like, up there, like, looking down. And the tiger was, like, hiding. It would not come out for approximately, like, five, it, what felt like five hours. It probably was five minutes before I radioed you. And I was, like, get him off the fucking roof. Over. <laughs> And then once he got down, immediately the tiger came out and was, like, playing. But you guys couldn't see it all because then you were, like, <laughs> off the roof and couldn't see anything. And you had to run all the way to the front. But I just remember that horrible person and me being, like, karma for being big and scary on top of a roof like that. You scary True man. That. First time on a roof and you cast the biggest shadow in the entire universe on this poor little baby. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he doesn't know. You're literally mouse size, and he was the exact opposite. And so the tiger was like pissing and shitting. Like, he was used to a <laughs> mouse scurrying around on the roof, and then there was this gargoyle <laughs> of a man. And maybe if he had, I don't know. I'm not going to say it. It's too mean. <laughs> I just actually censored myself for the first time ever. 
<laughs> it was too mean. Um, anyways, I just love that because, and then I also think of all the penguin birthdays that I've also had that have been miserable. Yes. You can't make a penguin do anything. Absolutely not. Joking my asshole. And commissary is always like, we made a giant seven tiered <laughs> frozen fish cake. Cool. <laughs> Penguins don't like suck on ice blocks the size of <laughs> Venus. So that's going to float around upside down in the pool and kids are going to scream and the penguins are going to be hiding in the back. Just so you know. <laughs> and then every great. fucking time they're like, Flora, go out on Habitat and give like a little talk as we like do this. There's people like fucking filming. There's mm-hmm, an audience mm-hmm. of like 800 people. And I'm just like, here are the penguins. Uh, by the way, these are the babies. They're like six months old. We're having a fucking birthday party. They're literally traumatized. Everyone is screaming at them. And they don't want to interact with a McFucking anything. And also, what? Why would they? Why would they? Why, who wants to play with a giant ice block? A polar bear, maybe? Yeah, maybe. But a penguin? No. This man doesn't even have hands. What's he going to do? What with is that? he going to do? He doesn't so have hands. I don't know. I'm traumatized by all of those. I don't know if those are necessarily animal mishaps. Those are like. I think so. Those are my mishaps. I just. When people expect an animal to deliver something cute behaviorally yes. on demand, it will never happen. Nope. Absolutely not. Yeah, I remember uh, in a similar vein, we had, I think it was like unveiling an orangutan baby or something, and they're like, make a cake, make decorations, we're going to have like a big event. And I was like, okay, okay, just letting you know, like this male hates attention when there's shit in his habitat, and he's going to throw it in the moat. Yeah. And they're like, do it anyways. And I was so, here I am, a little mouse scurrying through this habitat, lifting like a 150 pound ice cake above my head. <laughs> Get on a platform, and I was like, "He's gonna throw this in the moat. He's gonna throw it in the moat." And then, lo and behold, what do you do? Let, let the orangutans out. He gets pissed because he sees all the people and he sees the shit in his habitat. He goes and like punches it into the moat, so it's over immediately. And then the female sees him punching shit in the moat, and she's like, "I'm not going out there." So she stays inside with the baby. <laughs> so instead of like seeing a baby unveiled, they just saw this like angry man come out and punch Punching. a cake and then leave. And I was like, "Is that what you wanted?" Okay. Is this what well, you wanted? That's what you got. <laughs> I do think that was – I don't know if it was that occasion, but there was some kind of party where they brought bunt cakes, and that was the first time I had ever had nothing bunt cakes. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. It, it was like a life, catered though. event, and they brought us the leftovers, and they <laughs> yes, were like – I ate like 75. I was like, this <laughs> so has changed the trajectory of my entire life. Is this nothing bunt cake you just brought to me? And now no matter where I move, I look up like my address and how close I am to a nothing bunt cakes. Those are so fucking good. If you have not That's had one, death grip this, on is, Flora. this is now a nothing bunt cake podcast. <laughs> I want to own one. They're like a franchise. Fuck. This is the only ad we'll ever do. They're <laughs> so good. I'm telling you, cakes. if you like any cake, they're really good. The ratio of icing to cake mm-hmm. is absurdly perfect. They're it's a good amount moist, of cake too, and the flavor is fucking bumping. <laughs> I Flora's whole life, I'm a boner. Can be broken into. She nutted again. I'm a wreck. <laughs> um. Flora's life can be broken into life before nothing but cake. <laughs> life after nothing but cake. Like when you tell me to like list like meaningful memories of my time at that zoo, eating those mm-hmm. nothing but cakes is number one. <laughs> <laughs> my number two is we made those um, strawberry margarita shots, and the, the oh, 
like the woman in charge of events got buck wild. And <laughs> I was like, never CEO, the CEO of the zoo, when we showed up with alcoholic beverages, asked us how long we had been zoo teens. And we worked for her for over a year. And we brought alcohol. There was like 15 people that worked And then the, the HR zoo. woman got shit-faced on our shots. It was the worst experience of my life. Why are we? It was, it was Cinco de Mayo, wasn't it? It sure was. Okay. I was like, why were we there? So weird, dude. And she had that weird husband. Wasn't he weird? Oh, he was really everyone weird. being weird. I remember everyone being weird there. <laughs> Every fucking was, person. The whole place was a fever dream. Um, speaking of that place, one of my animal mishaps is that you and I did an education outreach for that extra coin one night and yes. it took us to a brewery. I think we've like mentioned this in passing on the show before. But you had like a bearded dragon, I think. I and took I have- care of African hoofstock. All day every day for years. <laughs> and then they're like, Fauna or Flora. Hold this goddamn lizard for hours. <laughs> you did the same to you. You take your primary qualified for like a decade. And they're like, hold this fucking skink. What? Listen, listen. I know that 99% of your experience has been with primates and carnivores. <laughs> fuck? But you are 100% qualified <laughs> to hold this fucking skink. And I was like, Hold okay. this skink for three hours. If you say so. Give you a hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> we took these fucking <laughs> reptiles to a brewery. And it was cold, so we're standing by freezing. the heater. So we can keep them warm. And people were just, like, drunk. And they're, like, I remember they, like, didn't know that we were there. So they'd wander out. No one told And them. they see these, like, two women holding, like, reptiles. And they're Up like, whoa. A, a heat source. <laughs> like, didn't say like, like I was cooking them. <laughs> like, what a weird thing to stumble upon. But this motherfucking skink, like, I don't blame him at all. But fuck if he wasn't tearing the shit up like out of my arm solomon like, island skink right is that what it was Solomon Island. i think skink. so because he was like you know he's just like gripping and he's trying not to go anywhere and there's people everywhere yeah, totally that. and my man was just chilling but he wanted to have a good grip and so i had yeah. the hypodermic needles all throughout my arm and the whole time i just had to stand there meanwhile i'm like getting hives <laughs> because yeah. i have like needles in my arm and i'm like do you want to see a skink and some drunk guy's like what is that <laughs> I'm and like, it was so leave. dark and there was no light. Like, once it was nighttime, <laughs> we were also in the dark with them. It was so weird. I'm just glad I had that big, fat, fucking dirty dragon. It didn't move the entire time. I thought it was dead. I <laughs> like, if I was a brewery and it was, like, dark and cold and I was, like, wasted and I'm walking around and I saw, like, a woman holding a lizard, I would be like, what the I fuck? would lose my mind. I would lose my mind. I wouldn't be able to handle it. It'd be too much. Um, oh I did have another... Mm, reptile adjacent animal mishap happened Uh-oh. to me at that same place um so i worked in this area again mostly carnivores and some primates but then we also had just like little things like there was like a, a little bit of fish there was like a turtle i had a bullfrog that i took care of there's mm-hmm. just, like a bunch of little you know things <laughs> thrown in sure mm-hmm. why not and so at the zoo anytime that there was well, technically speaking, at a zoo, anytime that an animal is out of its primary habitat, mm-hmm. it is like an emergency situation. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, depending on what that animal is and depending on what that habitat is, that emergency situation might be de-escalated real fast. Yeah, it might like not if be you've a got baby. like if you got like a feeder cricket out of its tank, that's not really a reason to call in the SWAT team, right? <laughs> like you could just pick it up and put it back in the tank. That ain't no thing. Um, same thing here. But we still technically had to, like, follow that protocol of, like, if it's out of its primary habitat and out of your control, it's, like, a code. And so <laughs> this is me breaking protocol, everyone. Hello. Uh-oh. I'm calling I was the taking care of, <laughs> I was taking care of a bullfrog. I open up its little habitat door, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, first off, this thing is, like, 
16 inches by 12 inches. This thing is not very big, this habitat. Where the fuck is this bullfrog? (laughs) This man is like, listen, he's the size of a Big Mac. Where is he in this habitat? I do not see him. Where is he? So I'm looking around. Of course, this motherfucker staring me right in the eye and I can't see it. (laughs) And what does he do? He jumps right out of the habitat and he starts jumping around the back building. And in my head, I was like, Fauna, this is a code. (laughs) Christ. And then I was like, girl, get a fucking grip. And I pick up the toad and I put it back inside the habitat and I close the door. And I was like, nobody has to know. (laughs) That was it. But I was literally sitting there the rest of the day, you know, because I was a little like baby zookeeper. And I was like, should I have called a code? Should I have called a code? I was like, no, bitch. It was a motherfucking toad. (laughs) What are you doing? It's like, um... When you drop food on the ground and you get like 10 seconds, it's the same for animals. If they only come out for like a little okay. bit, you don't have to perfect. tell anybody. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, yeah, and I'm sitting there agonizing over it. But then I was like, okay. But at the same time, like it did take me a little bit longer than it should have to, <laughs> to retrieve that toad. Um, but also, also, in the grand scheme of escapes, animal escapes in that building, um, that was the most tame because there was a man who let a cougar out on himself in that same building. Um, I'm pretty and sure actually, it was three cougars. Four. It was actually oh, it was four. four cougars. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Guess who that man is? <laughs> that man that was on that roof. It's the same there fucking horrible man. Had a horrible track record. <laughs> Christ. You've been up to some other shenanigans too, though. Well, huh? I was just thinking about those ducks that got out every day. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Every day I had three like ruddy ducks. I don't even remember what they were. I think so. They were really cute. Um, but yeah, every day you had a duck. Every code. <laughs> day. Every morning I'd get to the zoo and be like, if anybody sees my motherfucking motherfucking <laughs> fucking ducks, let me know. Every morning I spent hours trying to find these ducks. <laughs> they were so obnoxious. And then I just remember you the could- one. You could always guarantee they weren't where they needed to be. <laughs> no, they were not. They were never in. And then the fucking crested screamers would try to get out and they would they would stand on the barrier and they would see me and I'd be like, get the fuck back in! And they would like hop back down and start screaming. And I'm just like, I will punt a crested screamer. I'll punt one. Are you kidding? <laughs> if these birds, if these birds don't get out of control. So I had to like chase ruddy ducks around and like herd them all across the goddamn country. Mm-hmm, but I do mm-hmm. remember the one morning that our boss was working in area and I had, like, found one duck or something, and it was, like, hiding in the habitat under the flamingo building. And I was like, why are you <laughs> under here? Like, you're being weird. And then my boss called, and he was like, hey, I found one of your ducks. And I was like, oh, I'll come over and get it. He's like, no, don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> okay. I went up there, and he was like, it's just his head. I was like, oh, you could have said <laughs> well, that you, on the radio. You didn't find one of my ducks. You then, did found you? his corpse. That's he found a corpse. You've had a corpse of a friend. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, and a mink ate all of my ducks. That would explain the weird behavior. Like a single day, ate them all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what did the screamers do? Watch, probably. (laughs) They egged it on. (laughs) They're like, yeah, do it. And my black neck, wasn't it black neck swans that I had too? That were also just like voracious killers. That entire habitat was fucking cursed. It was chaos. It was like it was like bird Jurassic Park in there. It wasn't a habitat. It was like a garden (laughs) with a a two foot a two foot. That's that's fucking saying something. Like a one foot drop. Yeah. It was you could walk into it. And so of course the ducks walked out of it. (laughs) 
I remember one night there was like an overnight event, and of course I had outlets in there. I zoos have outlets everywhere, and I'm standing there talking to a man, and he just like jumped into the habitat, and I was like, "That is a habitat." He was like, "Oh, I thought it was just like decor." I was like, "No, there's a fucking flamingo behind you. Will you get the fuck out, sir." Oh my god, sir! You can't jump a wall you no matter just- how small. <laughs> I know. Okay, a wall is still a wall. Oh my god. Yeah, that was. Um, that was. So I would say weird. most of my mishaps happened at that place because that place was <laughs> insane. That place was yes. insane. I had to lock yes. my boss into a ceiling with a chimpanzee. You uh, did. I fell. My entire body fell. Free contact into a pool on top of a female pygmy hippopotamus. <laughs> um, an ostrich ate an entire latex glove in front of me, and nothing <laughs> bad happened. It was just normal after that. That felt insane. Um. <laughs> The pygmy hippo Horrible thing to witness. <laughs> the pygmy hippo who like tripped and fell while he was looking at us and then got so embarrassed that he like screamed and ran away or whatever. <laughs> like attacked a bush. <laughs> he okay, we I predicted it because I knew that habitat would break my hand because I had also fallen in this hole and it had this overflow stream, but the mm-hmm. overflow stream was full of debris, so it actually just looked like grass. And mm-hmm. he was bebopping around the pool and you and I were talking. I think we were having like a bitch sesh about how horrible our jobs were. And we were watching him. Um, animal observation. Okay, it's work. Anyways, we're watching him walk around, and he gets to that point, and you were, like, talking, and I literally was like, stop speaking. He is going to fall in that hole. <laughs> he is seconds away from falling into a, like, five-foot hole. And he did. He took, like, one more step uh, onto what he thought was leaves, which was just a crater. He went, like, face down, ass up. <laughs> Um, he got out, was enraged. He, there was, was a small so bush. There was a small, he actually, he actually got out, looked up at us. Yeah, Like, made fucking there. eye contact. He saw a bush next to the hole, attacked it, and then ran away. <laughs> he was just like, ah! And took off. He was so embarrassed, and that was probably the funniest thing that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, pretty sure we, like, pissed. <laughs> actually pissed it was i think so it was funny. three seconds later that we found a snapping turtle the size of a quarter and we were just like oh <gasps> and then we just like oh, carried that around and then i yeeted it into that pool because it can grow up <laughs> and live in there forever um, we've definitely shared this animal mishap before but this is a flora certified animal mishap when we when you fucking rescued that goddamn owl and then oh, you had the chance my- <laughs> to release it. Listen. And then this, this stupid bitch. <laughs> That's the owl's fucking fault. It was rehabbed. <laughs> so, like, fly true. Oh, my God. That was fantastic. Um, for the cliff notes, in case you didn't hear the first episode where we talked about this, uh, we had an owl that needed rehab. And so our amazing vet tech, who was like an angel, a saint, a rehab goddess. Like the best person in the world, yeah. Save this owl, yeah. And then she was like, okay, it's time to release it. Do you want to do it after work? And we're like, yes. And so she gives Flora the owl. She's like, do you want to release it? And Flora's like, yes. And so she's holding this fucking owl. <laughs> and we have like a video going because we're going to share it reach out on social media. And then you just like, ding, release it. And it... <laughs> It flies directly. I, like, kind of chucked it. Like, the the tech was like, throw it up a little. So I gave him a little chuck. Immediately flew, in through, flew into a tree and crashed. Into, like, debris. And we couldn't find it. So it probably just lay there dead until a mink ate it. It thudded to the ground. It was insane. I have that like, recording still. So I kept it. I have that on film. That's a good one. We'll just blur out our horrible faces and then share it one day. Oh, my God. Can you fucking imagine? Baby Flora throws an owl. 
Um, I do have another uh, bird-related story. Um, of course, it's always a bird. Birds, listen, they incite chaos, they encourage chaos everywhere they go. There's always going to be some bird that's just like twiddling their little thumbs. So I worked in this building uh, where I was like bebopping around and we had a bunch of like free roaming animals in like a little walk around area. Basically, it's a bunch of little fences with pathways. And like if you came across a duck, good for you. You're having a little like duck experience. If you came across, I don't know, a peacock. Good for you. You're having a peacock experience. Whatever. So I had a bunch of free roaming birds in this little pathway. I walk out of one of the habitats, one of the little buildings, and I, of course, like zookeepers are carrying, I don't know, 35 articles of things at all times. Mm-hmm, like we're mm-hmm. always like balancing mm-hmm. in a horrible, uncomfortable way, like food and dirty bowls and like enrichment and like a string and a random like knife. And there's just <laughs> all these things that we're carrying. So I come like a, a sharp out of my building. Rusty blade. <laughs> exactly. I get out of this building and I'm like looking around like, oh, okay, I'm going that way. And I start walking. And of course, (laughs) all the fucking guinea fowl had made their way onto the roof of the building. No. (laughs) There was like, mm, I don't know, 18 guinea fowl up there. And then one of them um, gets spooked by me opening the goddamn door and tumbles like a football off the fucking building, lands right on top of my goddamn melon. (laughs) And let me just say, this thing is like the weight of a turkey. So (laughs) it's a wonder I didn't snap my fucking neck and die right there on the sidewalk. fucking bowling ball. (laughs) Like, can you imagine? And then that was it for Fauna. Lights out. Bye. But yeah, this thing just bonked me right in the head. I got like a crick in my neck and I was like, and I dropped everything I was holding. And I look up, and then another one goes tumbling right after it and, like, bonks me in the shoulder. I was like, I got to get out of here, man. You're their step <laughs> down right here. <laughs> and, of course, these stupid fucking birds every single day. You talked about the code with those ducks. We had a code with mm. these stupid fucking birds every day because they could get up on the roof of this building, but they couldn't get down. And right fucking next to the habitat was a little, like, cheetah walk around area. So if they went to the wrong side oh of the roof, God. they are just going to go footballing into the cheetah side. And so we had to sit there and, like, guide these stupid motherfucking birds off this roof every day. And then one almost broke my neck. But they never they this? never fixed the habitat. Why would Absolutely they? Absolutely not. Why would they? Why would they? Why would they? Of course not. Why would they? <laughs> of course it's not. It's fine. Of course not. The minks ate all the birds and they get out every day. Why would we do anything about it? No, we're just going to take up valuable time and resources and, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, the mm-hmm. mental capacity mm-hmm. and sanity of our keepers, mm-hmm. having them do the same monotonous, horrible, doesn't make sense thing every, every single day. day. <laughs> what a nightmare. God, it imagine, nightmare. listen, I know that your life was broken into time before, nothing but cakes <laughs> and nothing after. Yes, 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 yes. But yes. imagine, imagine I was that moment in your life where I just, like, was killed by a guinea fowl. <laughs> And that's what separated your life into the before and after. That'd be unreal. <laughs> but then only until you had that nothing but cake. And then it was like a whole And then new... it was, I was healed. Right. <laughs> it's a goal. Turn a new leaf. <laughs> wow. That'd have been nice. Or a nightmare. I think about all the cheetah times. I don't think anything like kooky crazy other than that one crazy person that stuck their hand in the cheetah's mouth when we explicitly <laughs> told them not to. Um, <laughs> there was that. Listen, I do have a piece of advice. If someone tells you not to do something with an animal, I would avoid maybe, it. Maybe don't do it. <laughs> That's probably like, a good reason. You don't touch his feet. He hates his feet being touched. And then you touch his feet, and then you also put your hand in a <laughs> cheetah's mouth that you've never met before. Maybe you just don't. Um, chaotic, chaotic evil. <laughs> anything with the cheetahs 
was bonkers. People don't know how to act around a cheetah, which is fair. Yeah, totally. Um, I wouldn't expect anyone to know that. But like, I took a cheat. I took cheetahs to a bank. I took cheetahs <laughs> to a fucking. I think it was a hospital. I took that I cheetah to a bank. <laughs> I don't think that you can like. It's covered in piss. Why would we take it to a hospital? That seems like some kind of health violation. Yeah, well, and cheetahs are so weird, too. They are They're weird. such a weird animal, and they're, they're also weird. stupid. I don't even know. And I remember one time we drove <laughs> to a donor, this rich, richy, rich McRicherson's house, um, and we had to, like, overnight at a different state with the fucking – with cheetahs. There's cheetahs everywhere, driving cheetahs around. We had to overnight <laughs> in a different state with cheetahs. Like, what do you do? You can't get a hotel room with cheetahs. So we got like Lakita <laughs> isn't gonna cover that pet policy. Lakita, <laughs> do you cover cheetahs, please? Thank you. Yes, we have two cats. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we stayed at their house. They were super nice, but of course, like obviously, who wouldn't want like cheetahs to stay at their house? Um, yeah. But they were like, oh, you know, they're on harness. Like we want to, we want them to be able to. Like, get some exercise. Like, don't you guys yeah. want to exercise them? And we're like, yeah, anything we can do to get these fuckers out of here because they're driving us nuts. <laughs> and they're like, oh, just come to our airport hangar that we own. We'll take the oh airport. We'll take the airplane out. So then we just were in this giant airport, airport, <laughs> airplane hangar and let the cheetahs just run buck wild in this no. airport. It was... <laughs> surreal i don't know i still think maybe that was a fever dream there was like pissing and shitting everywhere in an airport that doesn't seem right (laughs) it's not right like it was absolutely bizarre definitely well fucking animal mishaps ahoy um flora and fauna are full of them so we'll call it there (laughs) yeah i mean i don't know when i found that animal's bones on accident well i mean i just didn't know (laughs) I picked up a bird. I picked up a bird band. I was like, I found this bird. This this bird's band. It was. <laughs> Where's the bird? Where's the bird? It was attached to its leg that I picked up. Picked up its bone no. with the bird band attached to the bone. I thought it was on a stick. It's, it's so sinister. What is a stick oh. with a bird band? No, it's not a stick. That's a bird leg. And then we found its, it's a skull leg of a bird. later. And then I took a picture of oh. it, skull and crossbones, because I found the other leg. So I did, like, nice. both legs and the skull and sent that to, like, my boss and was like, I found something. <laughs> Listen, I found the bird. <laughs> you need to come over here ASAP. That's so metal, though. Badass. They're like, we, we, that bird just went missing, like, 20 years ago. Oh, my God. You found the legendary missing the bird. The legendary missing bird. That sounds like a case for Nancy Drew, baby. Those open air habitats. One day if you show up and there's just, like, one missing, like, what do you do? Nothing. So that's, I guess, what they did. <laughs> they were for like, 20 Oops. years. Well... Cross it off the list. <laughs> oh my god! Finally, that bird's family can have closure. <laughs> All the other birds, but were in there while we were doing that. They probably were like, <laughs> "Oh my god, look at the leg!" <laughs> Dramatic. And we're just like wielding around, like cackling because we thought it was the fucking funniest thing ever. Because I, like, ju- I can't. I wish I had seen it from somebody else's side. Obviously, mm-hmm. because the joy in me. Picking up and being like, I found a band. And then realizing I was holding like a femur. Like, <laughs> shaking Priceless. and quaking. A Kodak moment. Like I went from like <laughs> laughing to like horror. <laughs> like oh, pure horror. Cute. Well, on that note, thank you everyone for joining us this week. We hope you enjoyed 
uh, learning about some of our animal mishaps, some of our goofs and gaffs. Thank you, Ben, for the question. The memories. God, there are so many more. (laughs) There are so, so many more. If you guys are fans of the podcast and you want to listen to more episodes, you can do that at keeperchatpodcast.com. You can also follow us on any social media and listen to all of our episodes on literally any podcasting platform. So, (laughs) I don't know. The world is your oyster and there's no excuse to not listen to us. What if you're allergic to seafood? What? So the world is their oyster. oyster. One of us lies. (laughs) One of us sometimes lies. One of us uh, is make sure to follow us. shellfish. One of us <laughs> isn't. <laughs> Which one? The people want to know. Uh, yeah, so follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can also send us quick and dirty questions at keeperchat at gmail.com. Like I said, I promise we'll get to them. It might be, I don't know, in the next millennia. It might be in our next lives, but we'll get to them. I promise. One of us lies. You should also. (laughs) (laughs) I promise. I promise. Wink. Wink. Um, If you'd like to support the podcast, you can also do that at patreon.com slash keeperchat. We have several different tiers for your enjoyment, for your pleasure. But if you want to get access to bonus episodes, you can join our five or $10 a month tier and get access to over 42 hours of bonus content available immediately. That's too many. It's, listen, that's almost two days. If you're driving across the United States of America and you need some content, I don't know, maybe check it out. I mean, the drive will drive you insane, but this will too. So if you're looking to lean into that, this might be a good option. (laughs) Also, if you join our $10 a month tier, you get access to our Discord server where you can really just, I don't know, cap off the insanity. I think that might be the best way to put it. It's a great place. We do scary movie Sundays. We do... Uh, we share like our art. We talk about our cysts. We um support each other in times of strife. We talk about our cysts. We, <laughs> we share memes. Did I don't have know. A cyst? <laughs> uh, you have to join Discord to find out. <laughs> God, I miss that. <laughs> we appreciate everyone who supports the podcast. It keeps us ad free. Uh, it keeps us running. So thank you. Next <laughs> week we'll catch you with the next episode. Otherwise, keep on keeping on and. Bye, ugly. Smell you later. (laughs) Bye.